0: On one hand, we have the easy, efficient, cheap and cost efficient manner in which we order for taxi and cab services using our mobile phones through online applications. This reflects a happy customer. But on the other hand, we have the disgruntled, aggrieved and angry driver who complains that what he takes home at the end of the day is very little for his sustenance? He also complains that he is mishandled and exploited by the mobile application owner. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Quincy, and this is Quincy on the Law. In this episode, I want us to cast our legal lenses on the operations framework and architecture of online mobile applications that involve cab and taxi services. This is the online drivers wars episode. The online drivers of various apps, which you and I both know, <laughs> are that they, they have a myriad of complaints. First, they say that the online mobile owner, the online mobile application owner, charges them an illegal booking fee. They call it illegal. They want that. The, they also call the commission. They is that the commission that the online mobile application takes from each ride be capped at 18%, as per a gazette notice that was uh, gazetted by the government. The, uh, the mobile owners complain that the applications block drivers without notice or without any notice of breach of the regulations, without any uh, fair hearing whatsoever. Once a complaint is given against, against a driver, a driver is blocked without being heard. They also complained that there are the removal of the cancellation fees without consultation if you recall there used to be cancellation fees if you order and you cancel without proper reason you you used the the, the, the a, a cancellation fee would be levied as against the passenger but this was removed and the drivers complained that they were never consulted about the, it's about whether or not it should be removed they also complained that there is no contract between. The online mobile apps and themselves as drivers. Okay, that's interesting. We we'll look into that. They also want there to be a provision of some sort of drivers' welfare, like an insurance policy per se. They also complain that the application on most times can be unreliable and is subject to frequent uh, hanging because it has over two thousand drivers. Uh, they On that, we can't specify which specific mobile app because we have quite a couple and we have the popular ones. Mm-hmm. The drivers also wish to be given a method or mechanism through which they can gradually become shareholders in the online mobile companies, online taxi, online transport company. I think that's the best term. Now, they also want there to be a provision of some sort of something like a non-loan saving circle. The drivers also complain that they don't have an SOS mechanism in which they can uh, indicate that they are in danger and call for help and there to be an active response within reasonable time. They complain that sometimes they get into danger and there is no way. They also want there to be an ambulance on standby to specifically provide services to drivers of online transport companies uh of course we have spoken about the blocking blocking of accounts driver's accounts without hearing Uh, they also complain that the online mobile company online transport companies uh, have a robotic customer care there is never a physical uh uh, communication with a human being and they usually usually given a 24 hour there is no 24 hour customer service care hotline and they require that they also complain that the app never shows the driver the destination and the estimate price and they want the applications to indicate that uh, as so as such so that the drivers can know who they're going to pick this is where they'll be going and this is how much to be charged however that may, might pose security and uh, data privacy concerns i i, I can just f- foresee that the drivers want there to be a minimum price to be set per trip, which I googled and I saw they would prefer it to be at capped at three hundred. They want the price also to be adjustable according to the fuel pump price. There has been a global surge in the price of petrol, and this also affects them. But the pricing mechanism has been maintained as before the global surge. They want there to be options for parking fees in designated places of course if you go to the airports in the wheels or jkia or even uh, shopping uh, malls there's always a parking fee involved and they want this to be provided because it comes from the from the from the from from the from the from the the, the share now they want the liberty to cancel a trip without penalization (laughs) now uh, they want the apps to liaise with county governments for the peak, for the designation of uh, picking and dropping areas because they claim that the fees by the county officers are too much and they can't sustain it whenever they need to pick a cl- client within the CBD. It's uh-huh. very interesting. So the drivers have a myriad of complaints, and I see some are very reasonable. What has the state done? What has been the response by the state? Because we've seen the drivers demonstrating. They've not demonstrated once. They've demonstrated over the years. They keep on demonstrating. What has the state done? A quick Google search shows that the state has uh, gazetted the National Transport and Safety Authority, Transport Network Companies, Owners, Private uh, Drivers and Passengers Regulations of 2022. We can call this the Online Transport uh, Network Operators Regulations of 2022. These regulations were gazetted on the 3rd of June 2022 by James W. Masharia, who was the Cabinet Secretary for Transport, Infrastructure, Housing, Urban Development, and Public Works. These regulations apply to transport network companies, transport network drivers, transport network owners, and transport network passengers. It covers services, transport network services exclusively offered on an online platform. Section 2 defines a a, a transport network company to be any person that connects transport network passengers with transport network drivers for transport network services exclusively through the offering, use, and operation of a transport network platform, but does not include a person that provides street-hailing taxi cab services, limousine, or such like. A transport network driver is a person who is authorized by a a transport network company to offer transport network services through the transport network platform. A transport network owner means the registered owner, hirer or LSE of a transport network vehicle which is in the transport network system. Now, a transport network passenger is an it's me or you, me, someone like me, an individual who uses a transport network platform to connect with a transport network driver who provides a transport who provides transport network services to the passenger who is who is using the transport network vehicle. Okay, these drafters of these regulations you could have made them a little bit easier, but it is well. <laughs> it goes on to dis, dis, define up the transport network platform. This the various menu. Uh, I don't want to mention their names. Uh, It also goes on to describe a transport network vehicle. This is the vehicle that is used. Now, according to these regulations, any person who wishes to offer transport network services must apply for a license. For one to apply for a license, you must fit the eligibility criteria. One, you must be a body corporate. Two, you must be tax compliant. Three, you must be registered with the data commissioner as a data controller. And three, you must have a registered office in Kenya. Now, number three, no, yeah, just four. There's nothing more on the eligibility criteria. Whoever makes an application to be issued with a transport network license, must uh, annex some annexures to his application his or her application uh, one of the annexes of course is the certificate of incorporation the second annexure is a standard contract between the company or, the company and the owner of the vehicle the third is a revenue the third annexure is the revenue sharing agreement between the company owner and the driver they must also annex a write up of the pricing mechanism that they, that they intend to employ They must uh, uh, furnish the uh, authority with lists and details of vehicles in their fleet. They must also uh, assure the authority that they have an internal complaints handling procedure that is sufficient to handle the complaints raised by their actors. This is the owners, the drivers, and the passengers. They must also annex a list of the owners of all the vehicles in which they are in their fleet. They must annex the tax compliance certificate. You must annex a registration certificate from the data commissioner and you must also annex a write-up of the procedure for activating and deactivating a subscription service on your transport network platform so this is this is what the authority requires per se uh, in essence from the transport network the transport network platform owners these are the app, these are the app owners the application owners the online application owners now The criteria for that the authority, this is the uh, NTSA, National Transport and Safety Authority, the criteria that they employ before they grant you a, uh, a license is that first, of course, you must meet the requirements above, and secondly, which I think is very wide, it is dubbed at the public interest, that if you meet the requirements above, and if it is in the public interest that we grant you this license then we indeed that they indeed will proceed and grant you the license so you know public interest can is very very wide okay now a transport network company cannot offer transport network services unless it has entered into a written agreement with the owner of the vehicle a written agreement with the driver who must have a psv license and a written agreement with the subscription subscriber of the service there were complaints that there was no uh, net transport network ag- agreement but that's because i'm sure it's like a shrink wrap contract which you just on the app you say i agree without reading necessarily or they provide you a website in which you go and there's a, a lot of fine print which after reading for a few minutes it gets fuzzy and you get a headache that's how you need to get legal counsel to at least try and interpret this. Uh, clauses because the the devil is usually in the details but now according to the regulations the transport network agreement must contain the duties of the transport network company the duties of the owners of the motor vehicle the duties of the transport network driver the subscription procedure that the customer employs before subscribing to the service the period of agreement between uh, of the of the period of the agreement the commission which must not exceed 18 percent i remember the drivers were, uh, were, were complaining that the commission had been capped at 25 percent on uh, a company had captured 25 another was 23 but now as of 23rd june 2022 the government has gazetted that the commission must not exceed 18 percent this is regulation 92g so if there's any company out there that is uh, breaching this regulation there are penalties that accrue or uh, yeah, penalties that accrue to such non-compliance or default. Now, any dispute over the commission shall be handled by the courts of Kenya and/or tribunals. This was an interesting procedure. That means, does that mean that a diad won't apply if the parties were to dispute over a commission or the courts or tribunals are seized with the matter? Then the parties go for a diad. Time will tell. Now, the transport network company. Must ensure that all drivers have a valid transport network vehicle license. They must ensure that they report any accident that results in serious injury or death to the NTSA within twenty four hours. Okay, I see how this would coalesce very well with them with the transport network company providing an uh, 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 an SOS reporting mechanism for the drivers. Also, if they could provide a standby ambulance at at subsidized rates, because an ambulance is quite expensive, at subsidized rates for their drivers. This would assist them to collect information in real time in order to submit it to NTSA within 24 hours. And the inclusion of uh, ambulance would even inf- tell them this if this if this, inf- if this uh, information about the accident results in serious injury or death. Okay, The transporter network companies must ensure that they bar any driver whose license is suspended from accessing the network. This means that they must have a regular system of checking updated, uh, checking updated data on their drivers if indeed their licenses are valid, whose licenses expire and are renewed. It, time will tell whether they do this, but I'm going to consult some drivers and see if this occurs. The transport network company must ensure that all the vehicles under its network have valid insurance and certificates of worthiness. How do they employ and check this? Interesting but it's the law so we need to see now the transport companies must ensure that appropriate action is taken following submissions of complaint within a reasonable time a key complaint of the drivers was that there is no uh, complaints handling procedure they are uh, sanctioned or penalized without any hearing they complained that they don't have a 24-hour customer service they complained that the companies offered robotic customer care which we have seen even in of our mumbai uh, some of our, our other telco applications now they they want, the transportator company states the law states that the transportator company must ensure that they provide a panic button with an appropriate response for drivers and passengers the drivers uh, were complaining that they need an sos button that would be responded to within real time so the law now provides that they must they must be provided with a panic button With an appropriate response, this should this will be provided to the drivers and the passengers. Now, when it comes to the transport network license, this is valid for one year. The transport network license is valid for one year. Uh aha So, in each year, you have to keep on submitting this uh, data to the authority, and upon the authority uh, ensuring that the data is that the criteria is met through the analysis of the data submitted, then perhaps they could come to a decision. We'll see. Now, the license is renewable upon an audit being conducted to ensure that the regulations are complied with. And a license may be suspended if there is a failure to comply with the license and all the regulations, if there is a suspension of data license by the data commissioner, if there is an issue of insolvency. And before cancellation or suspension, the authority shall hear the company and afford it a fair hearing. A transport network company must provide passengers with information before a trip starts. This information includes the vehicle make and model, the vehicle's registration number, the driver's name, the driver's photo, the estimated fare that shall be presented in a clear and transparent manner to a passenger before accepting a ride, A transport network company must in turn verify the identity of each passenger before enrolling on the platform. There, you see there's a twin double uh, obligation there. The transport network company must provide the passenger with a written receipt at the end of each each trip. A transport network company has the duty to put in place measures that guarantee security, protection and privacy of the driver and the passenger. A transport network company shall maintain and publish for the benefit of its transport network passengers a service support system with the capability to leave messages at all times and where such messages shall be responded to within reasonable time. This was a key complaint of the drivers. A transport network company shall provide a system through which passengers can retrieve items that may have been left behind after a trip in a transport network vehicle there have been many instances of valuables left behind and the driver becomes unresponsive. A transport network company must not discriminate against passengers with special needs or disabilities. A transport network company must configure its transport network platform in a way to ensure that after eight hours of continuous services in a 24 hour period, the driver shall log out of the platform for at least four consecutive hours. This is in a bid to avoid driver fatigue, which has been seen to be the cause of numerous accidents. A transport network company shall, before deactivating, suspending, or removing a transport network vehicle owner or a transport network driver from the platform, afford them a fair hearing, written reasons, you see removal follows procedure in the policies, adequate notice, fair hearing, and a notification must be submitted to the authority. So, the drivers are complaining that their accounts would be cancelled, suspended, or blocked without consultation, hearing, or even reason. Now, the law mandates the transport network company to hear the drivers before suspending or deactivating their accounts. A transport network company shall ensure that an owner is not negatively affected in cases of promotional price offerings to passengers. The, trans- the drivers were complaining that they are never consulted when the are offers given to passengers. And these offers, in turn, the burden is, is borne by the driver because the uh, recovery procedure is at times non-existent. A transport network company shall maintain the data for each transport network service offered through the through the network platform for a period of three years now the regulations go further to even gra- to give grounds for removal of a driver from the platform if the driver is subject to a criminal complaint investigation or arrest the driver can be removed from the platform if there's an allegation or complaint of sexual misconduct if there's an allegation or complaint of a traffic accident that resulted in a fatality if there is a conviction of drunk driving, if there is an allegation or complaint of assault, battery, or verbal abuse. These are the grounds in which a driver may be removed from the platform by the transport network company. Now, when it comes to the transport network vehicles, there are also regulations. These vehicles must have a valid vehicle insurance cover, have a valid certificate of roadworthiness, not be more than 16 years from the date of manufacture, At all times must be maintained in such a condition so as to ensure it's safe operation and safety of the transport network passengers. And it must be equipped with a hands-free accessory for mobile devices. This is to prevent drivers using their vehicles while driving and losing focus. Now, a driver and an owner must have a written agreement where they are different persons. At times, the owner of the vehicle is also the driver. But at times, the owner of the vehicle and the driver are different people. In the event that they are different people, they must have a written agreement. When it comes to transport network drivers, the drivers must have a valid driving license with a relevant driver endorsement issued by the authority. They must have a public service vehicle badge which is displayed at a conspicuous place on the vehicle, a sticker or an identification mark approved by NTSA, they must treat the transport network passengers courteously. The drivers must, when playing music in a transport network vehicle, ensure that the music played does not exceed the prescribed limits in the course of the journey. They must ensure that the passenger, passengers are issued tickets or receipts for the fare paid. Okay, the drivers can't ensure this if the uh, app is online. It's usually sent to our emails. The drivers must report, report any accidents involving the vehicle immediately to the authorities and in, they must ensure that all innovative decorations of the vehicle are not offensive. The drivers must ensure that no innovative decorations are painted, sprayed, or drawn on the, on the front or back window, the windscreen, lights, indicators of the vehicle. They must ensure that none of the passengers' co-driver or driver's windows are plastered with these stickers in a way that they prevent uh you to see through. They must ensure that these decorations of the vehicle are not reflective. They must ensure that their acts or omissions do not adversely affect the health and safety of the passenger. They must comply so far as is reasonable with any lawful instruction given by the company to enable compliance with these regulations. The drivers are prohibited from while having consumed any intoxicating liquor, drive or if impaired by any legally prescribed over-the-counter drug or medication. They are prohibited from smoking any substance or using any devices that produces a, a smoke like vapor while carrying a passenger. They are prohibited from chewing cart while driving. They are prohibited from driving transport network via uh, transport uh, pa- passengers, uh, the passengers to their destinations by, by the, any other route other than the shortest route, shortest and most direct route, they must the drivers must use the shortest and most direct route. The drivers while using the vehicle, if they are to use their mobile phones, they, might, they must use it without using a hands-free accessory. Oh, sorry. The drivers must not drive any vehicle while using a mobile communications device without a hands-free accessory. Looked at it in another way. The drivers must not physically or verbally abuse any passenger. They must not use any offensive gestures. The drivers must not refuse to drive to a requested destination. Once a trip has been accepted by the platform, the driver cannot refuse to take you and state that can and state that he uh, you should, that that the trip should be you should cancel the trip. This is what the regulations say. But they may refuse where the passenger is disorderly and where the passenger does not state a specific destination. Like if you're saying Nanda why Mandrauai, do, Mandrauai, do. <laughs> That's a bit suspicious. So the driver can refuse in such an instant. Instance now. A driver cannot assign or transfer or allow the usage of the platform by any other person other than the licensed driver we've seen issues of people sharing uh, apps or platforms this is forbidden by the regulations now a driver must return any lost articles or valuables that have been found in a vehicle by a that have been left found in a vehicle forgotten by a passenger the driver must return these vehicles to the passenger the driver shall not pick up passengers at cab stands or solicit rides or respond to street hails. If you're a driver of a transport network company, you must not uh, take street, <laughs> street calls, street hails or solicit rides in the street. You must, As a driver, you must not offer transport services uh, for more than eight continuous hours in a 24-hour period. Now, the passengers are not left behind. A passenger must not willfully obstruct or impede the driver of the vehicle. The passenger must not use obscene or offensive language or conduct himself in a riotous or disorderly manner. A passenger must not smoke or carry a lighted pipe, cigar or cigarette in the vehicle. A passenger must not spit upon or from the vehicle or willfully damage soil or defile any part of the vehicle. A passenger must not throw out of the vehicle any bottle, liquid, or liter. A passenger must pay the fare for the whole journey taken. A passenger must not willfully do or cause to be done with respect to the, any part of the vehicle, its equipment, accessory, or anything thereto. Anything that is calculated to obstruct or interfere with the working of the vehicle or cause damage. Anything that is calculated to cause injury, discomfort, or annoyance to the driver. A passenger must not enter or alight from the vehicle while it is in motion. Now, any person aggrieved by any decision of the authority under these regulations may appeal to the appeals board. A person who contravenes any provisions of these regulations commits an offense and shall be liable upon conviction to a fine not exceeding 20000 or to imprisonment to a term not exceeding six months or both. So that is the penalty for violating any provision that relates to passengers, drivers, transport network companies, and uh, transport network vehicle owners. 20000 or a term not exceeding six months or both. You must regard a very fair fine because you must recall all these offences are in one way or another traffic related. So I would like to uh, seek and look at. What are the regulations of transport network companies in other jurisdictions? What are the provisions that have been set forth by the governments in, in these other jurisdictions? Look out for the next episodes for this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Quincy and this is Quincy on the Law. Please subscribe for more.